All right, welcome to the last golf episode of the Daily Doug, the Tour Championship, the FedEx Cup, East Lake. Um, 30 of the best golfers will be there. Uh, it's a different type of tournament. We have like a staggered start, staggered scoring, or the guy that's leading this FedEx Cup points, uh, Scotty Scheffler, he has he starts at 10 under par, and that's going to change the way we look at DraftKings because finishing position matters in DraftKings. And if you have these guys that are starting 10 under par, and then you have the guys like Jordan Spieth starting at even, there's a big gap there, and we got to figure out how to, I guess, dissect this and figure out what's realistic for these guys to either come back from the bottom or how this is all going to shake out. It's a way different tournament, way different format. I'm not a huge fan of it. I think it's absolutely stupid. Um, the PGA Tour, they and the World Golf Rankings are always like, well, Liv can't do this because it's a 54-hole no-cut bullshit, right? Well, what is this then? 72 holes, no-cut, 30-person field, staggered, freaking somebody's already in first place. It's just... It's just weird. I think it's dumb. I think it's stupid. Um, you don't see players like the Super Bowl, okay? Let's say the Super Bowl, for instance. Patriots were 16-0. and They're not giving them a fucking 17-point lead in the Super Bowl, are they? And that's kind of what this is. It's pretty stupid. But I'll go through it. I'll go through it, and we will dissect it and see what the hell is going on. And hopefully we can put together a couple of good builds based off this matrix that I kind of have going on here. Um, yeah, and just we'll put it all together. and Let's cash once again. All right, stay tuned. Here's the next episode of The Daily Doug. All right, let's talk a little bit about East Lake. Par 70, over 7,300 yards, down Ross design. Um, he's known for like long par threes. This dude, like this course went under some renovations five, 10 years ago. The winning scores, Tiger Woods, like one at 2,300. Now they're more like anywhere from like eight to 13 under. And with the stagger scoring, maybe like 18 under or something like that would win. So that's kind of what I'm predict predicting here through this. Um, so the length is what is demanding here. Uh, you have to be a long straight very accurate driver of the golf ball that is where it's going to be won and lost this week john rom has been terrible with his driver as of late i wouldn't really go with him but your rory's your sanjay ims another great dude with his driver scotty scheffler is good with his driver uh good drivers of the golf ball this week it's very important and for a par 70 golf course 7300 yards is long we have the par threes are all over two between 200 235 yards so they're long par threes like i said that's a signature of um a ross design they change the grass to bermuda grass it just makes a world of difference of course plays a lot tougher and it's just one of these things like the 18th hole you have to hit two great shots to even get near the green in two it's a 600 yard par five you're going to have to be on your A game, have to hit two great shots, and then hope you stick something close and uh, tap in for your birdie. Great finishing hole, great finishing hole. Now, another key stat is three-putt avoidance. These greens are difficult, they're hard. You have to be able to avoid the three-putt, and easier said than done, right? 
but avoiding the three putt is also a key stat this week that I will look into. So you want your good putters as well as long straight drivers. So pretty much you just got to be freaking good to come out of this place with victory. So that's pretty much it for the course. I am going to dive right into the players and we will start out with none other than Scotty Scheffler. And why Scotty Scheffler? Well, the dude's expensive. He's over 13k this <laughs> this week on DraftKings, okay? He is in fact Hold on here. I got shit buzzing all over the place. He's 13.4k. Scotty Scheffler has been great all year long i talked about it last week where he was kind of in like this little funk these last two weeks got it back last week and if it wasn't for a 61 by victor hovland which i'll get into that whole scenario a little bit later um scotty would be our champion again you know well actually fitzpatrick probably would be but either way scotty's been playing good again uh final round 66 at the bmw He's got his game back. What's cool about this is he starts in first place. He's already 10 under. All right. Every week, Scotty usually gives up two strokes with his putter anyways. So now that that's already taken care of in the final score, this dude is going to win. And that's just how I see it. His odds aren't very good, but like, or his odds, sorry, his odds are really good. They're just not good for the betting people. Um, They're really short. But Scotty Scheffler, if he putts at all, he wins this tournament. And I, he's just so good tee to green. Tee to green, he's been historically good since Tiger Woods, you know, type good. This dude has been absolutely amazing tee to green. It's always been the putter. You give this dude a two-stroke lead, and there you have it. I, I just think he wins this week just because of this shitty-ass scoring that they have going on here. So... That's Scotty Scheffler in a nutshell. You go down, you have Rory. Rory starting at 8 under. Victor Hovland, 7 under. Or maybe there's switch. I don't, I forgot exactly what it is. But these two guys, we'll start with Rory here. Rory, great driver of the golf ball. He's been playing magnificent ever since. Like I said, he's gotten rid of the whole live talk. The guy has just been outstanding. And he took over, like, Scotty's, you know, best over the last 36 tee to green mark. He took that over as of last week, and he still has that this week. So his game has not seen a decline whatsoever. Rory McIlroy is geared up to win this. He's two shots back already, but I believe he can make that up. Remember last year, he tripled his first hole here last year and came back and shot like crazy crazy good played crazy good golf came back and won the damn thing so he is capable of overcoming any kind of deficit and rory is that guy for me to be able to overcome it then you have victor havan he's just playing so good um Sorry, yeah, so Rory is 7 under, sorry, not 8. Victor Hovland is 8 under. Um, he can make up the two strokes very easily. His approach game has just been so good. His ball striking is so good. He's accurate enough driver. The guy shot a course record on Sunday, 61, to win the damn tournament at the BMW. 
Uh, he also cashed me at 16 to 1 last year. So if those that tailed me, you're welcome. 16 to 1 odds. Put that in your pocket. Stuff it in there tight. Or actually bet it this week too. Why not double down, right? So Victor Hovland, he's been absolutely astounding with his approaches, and I believe that's going to bode well. He'll be close enough to these pins on his second and third shots that the whole three-putt avoidance won't even be a thing for him. Uh, He will be right in the mix. You can go down this list, and I can go over everybody. I'm not going to. I'm just going to highlight a few here this week. John Rahm starting at six under. Historically, bad driving these last two weeks he just hasn't really been there his game hasn't been there he's been losing strokes all over the board whether it's ball striking whether it's putting uh the driver's been awful and this was his first time that he's lost consecutive weeks driving um since 2019 when you look back at all the data it take you have to go back 2019 to find a time where he's lost two consecutive weeks in uh driving uh, in terms of strokes game driving of the golf ball so it's just unlike him I don't know what's going on with him I don't know if he's got a big live decision on the way uh, don't know but ever since he kind of was rumored and linked up with live his game kind of fell off a little bit and he's coming back to normalcy because at the beginning of the year he was fantastic then you have Lucas Glover at five under I just don't think he has the firepower to win. He might sweat through everything. He was working hard on the range. Just showed another picture of the dude. He is definitely um, a sweater. Let's just say that. Where it gets interesting here is in this four under range. Who are we going to pick in this four under range? It's tough. It's very tough um, to pick one or two of these guys to really go. I guess like I go with Cantley, but he historically isn't good here and I just think his course history um is going to prevent him from I just he doesn't have good course history so I'm going to avoid Cantley. Homa has been playing fantastic Max Homa he had the course record before Victor Hovland took it shot a 62 him and Sam Burns I believe also shot a 62 but Homa shoots 62 he's been playing good I do like him out of these guys in this four under range um Brian Harmon another guy this dude is just quietly fucking going about his business and just being great. If you look at all of his stuff here, let me pull him up. He's had a fifth. He did terrible at the FedEx St. Jude you know, Championship. He took 31st. Then he has a win at the Open, obviously. Um, the Genes- Genesis South Scott, you know, 12th there. Rocket Mortgage, 9th. Travelers, a 2nd. He's been playing great golf all year long, and it's just been going about it quietly. Yes, he won the Open, so, I mean, that's not very quiet, but that's a huge tournament. Brian Harmon has been playing absolutely great. Another guy in this four-under range that I like is, actually, that is it. That's it for the four. Max Homer or Brian Harmon, if you're going to pick one of those four-under guys, pick one of those. Uh, You go into this three-under stuff. Tommy Fleetwood, he's a bargain, bargain. I think he's 8,800 on DraftKings. He's a bargain there. I absolutely love him. Russ Henley, another guy at the three under range, playing great golf. I like Russ Henley as well. Ricky Fowler, he seems to have died out. Um, his momentum has seemed to have stalled. He seems tired. He seems exhausted. He gr- he just was a grinder all year long to try to get his game back. 
um, make a master's trip, do whatever he's got to do. The dude, he looks tired. It looks like whatever he had going on, he's just exhausted, and he's probably ready for this week to end. Xander Shoffley, not a big fan of the dude this week at all. Course history, not very good. Um, Driving in the golf ball hasn't been great. I'm not a big fan of Xander either. So in this three under range, Tommy Fleetwood, Russ Henley would be guys that I can see shoot up this leaderboard and make a run at Scotty or Victor or, or Rory, in my opinion. those It's between those three, but these are the guys that could make a run. The guys that are two under, who could make a run in this two under range? It's going to be Sanjay M. Like I said, he is coming back to Sanjay, two, three under par each of the in each of his rounds last week finishing up there near the top of the leaderboard sunday m is driving it well his approach came back to life he stabled his putter stabilized his putter he is playing great golf and i believe he can make a run at this thing out of the 200 guys i love sunday m this week one under guys i'm not too interested in any of them colin morikawa is going to be the chalky one but i'm not a big fan of that guy period he just doesn't strike it well enough there's a different sound when it comes off of his. It sounds more like some a shot I would hit. Looks good at times. Just doesn't sound good. Um, kind of weakish ball flight. High. I just don't think that he's in the mix uh, this week at all. At the for the one under guys, I think I'd just pass on all those guys at one under. And then you're even par guys. Who can we look at that has a high floor? or a high ceiling, I said, and low floor or a high floor. Some guy that can just go off, you know. I mean, it's either boom or bust type guy. Sam Burns is that guy. He can go off and shoot a course record, and he can also shoot five, six over. Um, hopefully, he's more on the course record, as I'll have him in a couple of my lineups. Hatton, he's just been on and off. He was so good all year. He's kind of coming back down. Jordan Spieth will be a guy that, He'll be shooting at pins. Uh, It'll be whether or not he can make any putts, and that'll be his deal. So that's pretty much the field. I pretty much highlighted everybody in the field, Uh, except Straka. He's another even par guy that makes a lot of birdies. Uh, He might be able to catch a run and get up there. But that's pretty much the field, and I didn't put any value to him as in DK yet because that is in the next segment. I'll go over how much these guys are all worth. That's just talking about their games, uh, who's good, what's good for this for this type of event. All right, so stay tuned, and we'll go over some DraftKings stuff now. All right, DraftKings, who to pick? Um, let me just say this. This week is extremely, extremely hard to put together a good lineup for DraftKings and still have. It's just so different. So... I'm confident in what I have. I really am. It's just a different lineup that I would like to get into more of the Victor Hovland Rory stuff, have them both and see if you can piece together something. But you have to go so low with everybody else. I just don't think you can place um, unless all these bottom end guys go off. Uh, That's kind of your only hope. It's tough. It is tough this week. And Scotty Scheffler being 3,400 is damn near impossible. Uh, if you go with the lineup I have right now, I start out with Rory McElroy at 1,300. He's currently in third place. 
seven under. He's won here. He knows how to play and navigate this course. Great driver of the golf ball. Course sets up well for him. I like Rory, 1,300. Then you go Russ Henley, Brian Harmon. Both of those guys, they can shoot up a leaderboard. They have that potential to make some birdies, although Russ Henley, um, not so much as Brian Harmon, but they can both make birdies. And I just see these guys... Um, they've kind of been my boys over the last two, three weeks, and they've been good. They've been good enough to help me win a lot of money. So that's all good. Riding with them again, Tommy Fleetwood, very popular pick at the 8,800, but he's been playing so well. Is he going to win? No, he's not. He just never wins, but he's been playing great. Uh, I had to get creative. If you're going to have those kind of guys in your lineup, you have to get creative at the bottom and I just went with the bottom feeder, Nick Taylor. And hopefully he can piece something together. He has been playing great golf. All right. He didn't play well last week. He didn't even break 70. But at the FedEx St. Judy, he had a great tournament, a good tournament, finished 24th. Um, he's the cheapest guy, and that's why he's in my lineup right now. And then another guy who does make a lot of birdies and I absolutely love him this week, is Sepp Straka, okay? This guy can make birdies, and he can blow up all at the same time, but he has a couple 63s, 66s, um, and he was playing well. He took second at the Open, first at the John Deere, and then you get him into this playoff, the 3M and the St. Jude at BMW. He's kind of shit the bed since then. The 3M isn't in the playoff, but... Um, it is what it is. I'm going to hope he finds his game and can make a run this week. So that's my lineup for DraftKings. Tommy Fleetwood, Brian Harmon, Russ Henley, Rory McIlroy, Sepstrock, and Nick Taylor. Wish me luck. This is a tournament lineup. This is not a cash lineup. If you're going cash lineups, I don't even know where to start. It's so hard this week. Uh, you, probably Morikawa would be in a cash lineup. Fleetwood would be in your cash lineup. Scotty Scheffler would be in your cash lineups. Sunday M could be in your cash lineup as well. Um, if you can work those four in there, let's see if I can do that quick. This is more of my cash lineup. Um, you can go through and go with Victor Hovland at 12.5K, um, then Russ Henley, Tommy Fleetwood, Sam Burns, Sunjay M, and Seb Straka. That would be more of my cash base lineup, just a little more well rounded um, lineup. And you leave 400 bucks on the table. So if you like somebody better, you have some room to play with. But that's my lineup if I'm going. Uh, can I get up to? If you don't want Sep, you can go with an Emiliano Grillo, who is boomer bust as well. Uh, he's got a high ceiling. Um, the floor is also very low, though. So just one of those things that if you like him. But it's very tough this week to put together a lineup. I, you have to go... Like, if your bottom guy is Jordan Spieth or even a Hatton, I mean, you you can't even take one of those top-end tier guys. So, very tough to put them together. Very tough to put it together since finishing points matter, and that's just how it goes this week. All right, so that's that. That's my DraftKings portion. And now, let's hop right in to the betting portion. The odds this week are... It's very tough to win a lot of money. You know, I mean, you're not going to get a long shot. See, your favorite is Scotty Scheffler at 
1.3 to 1. Roy McIlroy, 3.2 to 1. Victor Hovland at 5 to 1. Rahm at 8.5 to 1. Patrick, and then any one of those guys, I just don't think you're getting the payout for it. Um, I think it's pretty stupid, honestly. Guys to bet that you want to win this thing. Max Homa. 28 to 1. I like Max Homa. Brian Harmon at 50 to 1. And Sunjay M at 90 to 1 would be your best bets for long shots. But this winner is coming out of um, Scotty Scheffler, Rory, and Hovland. I just don't see anybody making a charge and knocking them off. So might as well put them go three to one on Rory here. And hopefully he can win. Not a very fun week for betting. It really isn't. So Rory, 3.2 to 1 odds to win. Uh, he's at plus 320. And, uh, yeah, that's that. So hopefully you all enjoyed this year, me breaking all this shit down. Um, I had fun. I won some money. We're ahead. Daily Doug's ahead as a whole. Um, I don't have the exact number on me right now for whatever reason. But I know we're up in the 30-plus units. Um and that's just fantastic. Anytime you're up 30 units is ridiculous. Uh, the cash lineups cashed in eight of my last 10. So you should be winning money there. Line the pockets, as I always said at the beginning of the year, line pockets, line pockets. I believe we've done that. And mine are lined. But I have a wife and kids that I got to support. So they get unlined really fast. But hey, why not? I had fun. Made a little bit of extra money. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, follow along with me this week. Hopefully you guys can cash again. So my bets once again are Rory, Max Homa at 28 to 1, and we'll go with Harmon at 50 to 1 and Sunjay at 90 to 1. Hopefully those hit for you. Okay, so once again, thanks for listening over this golf portion. Next week I'll be battling uh, football stuff now. It's we're switching gears to football, talking about some guys, some sleepers. We'll go over a couple guys. We'll talk Brewers. Um, they're coming off that eight-game stretch that I was talking about. They're finishing it up today versus the Twins. And we'll just go over them, what they kind of have to do, what they have ahead of them. And that's what next week next week's episode is going to be. Hopefully, like I said, you guys enjoyed it all. And good luck this week.